Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. How is this the last week of June? Summer is flying by. We've been having so much fun. I hope that you are too. We've been hanging out, relaxing, just trying to soak it all up. And today I've got another summer shorty for you. These episodes are just a quick episode that we're doing throughout the summer that gets straight to the point, dives right in, hopefully still encourages you and gives you something to implement practically that's going to help you right where you're at. And today we're going to stay on track with that by talking about three questions that you should ask yourself in the mornings. I try to ask myself these things as often as I remember pretty much every morning whenever I wake up. They were crucial whenever I was like going through a really, really hard time. And anytime I'm noticing that I'm struggling again, I am like make sure that I ask myself these things because they just give perspective. They help you. They really empower you in a way. So let's dive right in. First, quick story time. Once upon a time. Isn't that how all like... Great stories start. Once upon a time, there was a little mom, a young mom of two, and this mom had a newborn and a toddler. Okay, this is actually a story about me, so here we go. After having my second baby, I went through a lot, and I'm going to spare you the unnecessary details, but about eight months later, I hit rock bottom, and my panic attacks had gotten so bad that I couldn't even get through the day. Like, there's just so much to unpack. We're just going to kind of gloss over it and glaze over it, but I promise you, like, If you're struggling, I get it. It was a really, really hard time. And there was a lot going on. It was a process for me to begin, you know, receiving treatment and healing and actually starting to feel better. Because when I call it being so far gone, but when you're so far gone, it takes lots of different things to help you get better, right? Doctors, medication, appointments, therapy. You know, for me, sitting with myself, relearning what that even means, being present in my body, who am I? All of these different things that I was wrestling with and struggling with. And the reason I tell you this is because I started asking myself these three things every single morning. You know, there comes a point in time when all of our stories where we have to decide that enough is enough. I'm done feeling this way. I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm going to do whatever's necessary to change and to feel different. And so I say this all the time and I'll never not say it with so much love and so much grace, like, first of all, like I'm holding your hand, I'm giving you a hug, but nobody is coming to do it for you. Not even God or the Holy Spirit. Like, don't let that discourage you, but that's the truth. Like God hasn't left you. He He's just not going to do it for you. We have what we call free will, right? Like our choices, our actions, there are decisions to make. Does God orchestrate things? Does he work it all together for a purpose? I believe yes. The Bible says yes. But like I've shared before, Jesus wasn't going to walk through my front door and into my bedroom and take my hand and pull me up out of the bed each day and like tell me, do this next. Okay, do this next. I had to do that. Does the Holy Spirit give us the strength to do it? Yeah, he will. He does. But we have to choose to take the first step and follow his leading. And I'm going to be honest with you, as I always try to be. At that point, I was so broken down and emotionally overrun by the mental mess that I couldn't even hear God. Like, I didn't feel like I could hear him. On a physiological level, you know, hormones and cortisol, they can only stay in overdrive for so long before something gives. Your body will break down on you in some way. Like, it just, it you cannot sustain it. Our bodies can't sustain it. And some of you know what I'm talking about because you've experienced this or else you're there now. It's like at any moment, 
I'm going to have a literal emotional slash mental breakdown. A lot of people say that and they're like joking and, you know, sometimes it is funny, but it's like, that's a real thing that really happens. And it's really happened to me. And I don't know about you, maybe it's really happened for you. So I encourage, you know, I encourage you in this all the time. If you feel lonely, if you feel forgotten about, if you feel like your needs aren't being met, yes, we have to run to God. Yes, we have to turn to truth. We have to look at scripture and remind ourselves of God's promises and who he says you are. Let Jesus be your friend, but also be your own best friend. Speak truth and life over yourself, okay? Because there were just times in my life, there have been times in my life still since this, you know, point in time I'm speaking about what I'm referencing. There have been times since then when I felt like, okay, is anybody see me? Like, does anybody know how hard this is? I'm really kind of struggling low key over here. I don't know if I should show it or not. I don't know if I should ask for help. Like, this is really weird, but I feel like I'm having a really hard time. You, we have to be our own best friend. We have to speak truth and life over ourselves. You know, in theory, hopefully there's community around us. There are friends, there are loved ones who are speaking truth and life, but let's be honest, like everybody's busy. And I can't tell you how many times I've looked around and I'm like, she's got a lot going on and she's really busy. And I don't just don't really want to bother her with this. And there have even been times when I didn't want to, I feel like I was bothering my own spouse. It's like, I just don't want to cause any more stress for him. Or I feel like it's the same thing that I'm always saying or always struggling with. So I think there are times we definitely, we need community. We need other people, but there are also times when we have to be our own advocate. We have to speak up for ourselves and speak life over ourselves. Okay. So these questions that I'm about to share, they were pivotal for me in my journey to healing because what do we do every morning? Lord willing, we open our eyes, first of all. And then when I opened my eyes back then, I immediately felt this surge of adrenaline. It's like panic and anxiety was already setting in and I'd only open my eyelids. I'm literally still laying in the bed and it's like fight or flight. I'm already anxious before I've even stepped foot on the floor. And so these three things helped me choose what I was going to think about and what I was going to focus on for the day. We've been talking a lot about that lately, about mindset and your thoughts and taking them captive and you know all of these things, what we choose, we have a choice. So much is out of our control. So much, so much of life and motherhood and just being a woman in today's culture and society, like so many things are out of our control, but there are things. And I think that that moment was so empowering when it's like, okay, but Kaysen, you got to flip the script. What are you in control of? And there's some mixed feelings there because then you have to, you know, take ownership and you have to own it and you've got to step up and you've got to do it. If you want to do it, there's some conviction there, but we get to choose we get to choose our thoughts. We get to choose what we focus on. And that is so empowering for me. I hope it empowers you too. So here they are. Number three is possibly the most important. So please don't leave early. And if you have to pause for any reason, please make sure to come back and finish because literally it's the most important one. Okay. Number one, how do I feel physically and or mentally? This question helps bring you back into your body and into the present moment. Those of us who struggle with anxiety know that you're rarely in the present moment. Maybe you've never realized that before, but if you struggle with anxiety, you're probably a lot of the times like just really busy worrying about the future and what may happen, or you're just like stuck in the past and reliving what's already happened. And we are disconnected from our bodies because, well, there's a lot of different things here on a like physiological, like 
level with, you know, how the mind works and like coping mechanisms and what we're, our brain and our, our minds are doing to protect us is we like disconnect sometimes. And so asking myself this question forces, it forced me to take note of the present moment and check in with myself. Like, how are you feeling, Kaysen? How are you feeling? How do you feel physically? Is there anything that's hurting you? Is there anything that's sore? Is there anything that's bothering you? Like what, how does your body feel? And then how does your mind feel? Do you feel cluttered? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel like you have space? Like how, just take inventory. And it really helps connect the mind and the body. And that is definitely a process. If you're, if you're new to that, like I was, I remember it's so awkward and it's so strange and it can be painful. It can be emotional and it's weird because when you actually check in, you're not checked out. It's like, for me anyways, it's like I I just, there was so much there that I didn't realize was there. And then you process through and maybe you're crying or maybe you're whatever. For me, it's like lots of tears. And so this may come with some emotions. So just like disclaimer there. But that's the first question. The second question is, what do I need to let go of? You know, maybe you had an argument yesterday or Maybe we said something hurtful to someone else. Maybe they said something hurtful to us. Maybe we've been carrying frustrations for months or years. You know, sometimes I'm like, God, I'm not ready to let this go. You know, I want to mentally release it and hand it over. And I'm doing that the best way I know how, but I'm probably still going to wake up with the same answer tomorrow. So let's just be on the same page about that. When I ask myself again, that's okay. Like, it's okay to say the same thing or have the same answer over and over because you know what? One day you're going to wake up and you're going to say, I'm ready to let it go. Like, I'm actually ready to let it go. Or, you know, I think I've released that for good. I think, I, I think I've let that go. It doesn't bother me anymore. But one of the things that I found is so helpful for me is just giving myself the space to say, what do I need to let go of? What am I holding on to? And it's okay for me. I give myself permission to like, if you still got to hold on to it, sister, you just let it go as best you know how and pray that God's grace covers the rest and that he's going to lead and guide you step by step and that your heart changes, you know, over time and that you eventually feel ready to truly let go of this thing just so that you can step into more freedom. Like think about once you clear something out, say it's a cluttered closet, you get all the junk out, you've got all this space. So there's just like so much space waiting for us to step into life and freedom and fullness and just like, oh, just like I can breathe again, you know, but we've got to figure out and we've got to, we've got to identify what do we need to let go of. Okay. Number three, I don't know why the song, this is what you came for. I know that's not a Christian song, so don't judge me. Number three is like, this is, this is it. This is it. Okay. If you don't remember the other two questions, that's fine. You got to remember this question. You have to. What am I believing is possible? This, 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 this is the beginning of shifting perspective and perspective is everything. You already have the laundry list. I'm just going to speak for me. I already have the laundry list of what's not possible, what's not going right, what I wish was different. I've got that one memorized. Like I'm, it's a Rolodex in my mind, like 24 seven. Okay. That's just the way that my, my mind tends to Like, that's just what, that's just my tendency is negativity. And I'm like, why am I this way? I don't want to be this way. But when I flip the script and I ask myself, okay, what do I believe is possible? What is possible? What am I believing is possible? We don't want to think about the other stuff right now. We can run through that list, you know, with coffee if we choose to do that later when we're sipping on coffee. The third thing that you 
have to ask is what am I believing is possible today, right now? Do I believe it is possible in the realm of possibility that the Holy Spirit can give me the strength to get up and move through my day? Am I believing God can speak to me through someone or a circumstance today? Is it possible that he could use me to bless someone else today? Do I believe change is possible? Am I believing it's possible to not yell and overreact even though I've done it every morning this week and I continue to do it even though I don't want to? What do you believe is possible? So important, so important and so life-changing because like we talked about in episode 115, I'll link it below. Once you begin to believe that change is possible, that gets the ball rolling in the right direction because most of us live our lives as if we're stuck. I'm just, this is just me. And I've had other women reach out and they're like, I, you are speaking right to me. So if you're like us, <laughs> there's a small group of us, at least most of us live our lives, lives as if we're stuck and permanently broken or unfixable. Most of us have lost hope and feel like this is just the way things are. So why try? But the moment, the moment you spark the belief of possibility God will use that in your life to transform you into a more whole, more whole, wholer. I should have Googled that before. A a more whole version of yourself. I think you know what I'm trying to say. He came, like Jesus came to make sick people well. He came to make the blind see, the deaf hear. Do you believe that he came to restore you? Do you believe that he cares about, you know, the state of your mental well-being Do you believe that he sees you? Do you believe he loves you? Because he does. He knows you and he knows the struggles that you face every single day. And I know that some of us, we've begged and we've pleaded that he would take it away. We've begged and pleaded that we wouldn't have to carry it anymore. And I don't mean to add fuel to the fire, but it's like after 17 years, he still hasn't taken the struggle from me. And I don't think he's going to. I don't think it's going to completely be removed and gone away forever. For good. And P.S. I'm just talking about like the struggle of mental health and your thoughts and pretty much all the things that we talk about here. But if you're new, anxiety, depression, uh, just like spiraling thoughts, toxic, toxic thoughts, negativity, those type things, that's like the thorn in my side. And I'm like, God, please, please, please take it away. Please take it away. Could he? Absolutely. I believe he could. Like he's God. He could do anything. But I've tasted and I've seen freedom even here, even in the struggle, even in the internal chaos. And I know what it is to walk with the Lord and you do too. You know what it's like to walk with him through your struggles. And I just want to remind you that right now he's still with us. He's still right here, right now, as you're listening, as I'm talking, he's with you. Okay. So quick recap, the three questions are number one, how do I feel physically and mentally? Number two, am I carrying anything that I need to let go of? What do I need to let go of? And number three, what am I believing is possible? Start asking these three questions every morning when you wake up, and I promise you God is going to use them to do a work in your life. I've created a wallpaper background for you so that you don't have to memorize these. If you want to grab it, it's linked below. I'm not asking for an email. You don't have to join anything. You don't have to sign up. The link literally goes to the wallpaper. You just download it. You can save it, put it on your phone, set it there as a reminder so you can begin doing this thing like today and tomorrow when you wake up. 
If you found today's episode helpful, would you consider leaving a review? This helps other women just like you and me find the show. It helps spread the message of hope and light. And I just want to thank you for partnering with me in the mission of helping women around the world experience God's peace and his presence, his fullness in the everyday and find hope there, hope regardless of what you're walking through. I'm going to pray for us really quick. God, thank you for the woman who is listening. Thank you so much for who you created her to be. God, remind her of that. Remind her of who you say she is. God, remind her of your love for her. And God, remind us that you see us, you know us, and you have purpose even here, regardless of what we're facing. Lord, help us to take these questions and ask ourselves these things as we dig and as we ask. Holy Spirit, would you reveal things to us that we need to know, that we need to see, so that we can do the work necessary to change and cultivate a heart that looks more like Jesus. I pray that as we pursue Him in every single season, that we would just be strengthened and empowered by your word and the promises that you give us. God, help us to hold on to these things as we hold on to one another and walk through this thing called life together. I thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today. Thank you for this woman again who's listening. I pray these things in your name. Amen.